Okay, this is Medrash Tanchum of Parshas Bahar, and this is entitled The Two Greediest Men in the Torah. So what are we talking about? Why are we on the subject of greed? Obviously because the Parsha Bahar talks about, among other things, uh, you know, about lending with interest and about uh, violating the Shemitah, the, the seventh year, the sabbatical year, and growing crops and selling those crops. So who are the two greediest? Should I pause the video and let you guess? Well, here goes. So the first one is Cain. Why Cain? Because the Medrash has sort of reframed the story of Cain and Hevel and said, you know what, it was really about uh, getting control over the earth. And even though there were only basically two people, because their parents were already elderly, and Cain had half the world, he was so greedy that it wasn't enough for him. It was the earth was, as so to speak, not big enough for him, and he needed to kill Hevel in order to have the whole thing for himself. So it was like a real estate grab. So that's one kind of greed. Obviously, you don't uh, feel that God is, you know, your source of sustenance in the world, and you need to, you need to grab hold of material things in order to get that sense of security and, and you, in this case half the world was not enough it had to be the whole thing the second one of course was i shouldn't say of course the second one was ephron and this is sort of a different aspect of greed it's when people are in an emotional place that you could take advantage of them and that's what i said earlier that you know lending with interest you know people may need money and so they will pay exorbitant amounts and here you had Ephron, if you remember the story, so Ephron at first wanted to give the Maratha Machpelah, the, the, you know, the tomb to Avraham for nothing, because he said, you're an important person. And then when he realized that Avraham insisted on paying for it, he asked an exorbitant price. After all, he had Avraham emotionally uh, in a place where you know, he not, thought he could take advantage of him. His, his wife had just died and he was trying to bury bury her. So that is really another aspect of greed. Um, let's talk a little bit about who would be the ungreediest person. The Medrash talks about that too, an amazing story that after the famous world war that's in Bereshus between the four kings and the five kings, if you remember, Avram conquered the victors of the world war. And think of it, uh, so what was the perception among the people then? that if you conquered the victors of the world war, you were now the leader of the world. And in fact, they also wanted to make him God of the world because that's the way they perceived. If you had that power, you must be, you must be your God-given right to be God. And so what did Avram do? Unlike, I guess, the whole history of, of the world and history of, of supposedly you know, great figures in the world who are all after power and money and influence, Avram gave it back, so to speak. In other words, he said, I'm not God, there's already a God, I can teach you about him, and I'm not going to be your leader. I don't even want even your shoelace, if you remember it. So, so what happens to all these greedy people? So the Medrash says that, that Cain didn't, keep, didn't get to keep the world that he uh, conquered. He ended up uh, nub and nud, uh, you know, running from place to place. And Ephron didn't get to keep his money, and the same is true with the person who
who violated the Shemitah and sold produce, uh, he also will end up selling, the Parsha refers to someone who has to sell his uh, home and then he has to sell himself into slavery. The Medrash says that's really the person who violated the Shemitah. And uh, of course, we were in exile be, uh, for 70 years because of the 70 Shemitahs. The first exile was 70 years because of the 70 Shemitahs that we didn't keep. In fact, Moshe asked God, why are we being sold into slavery in this process of going into exile? And God said, because we violated the Shemitah. So it, it happened on a national level and on an individual level. The interesting thing is that once you have to sell your your home, your property, because of poverty, gives a certain obligation to the next of kin. It says, If, if your if your own uh, you know, family falls into dire straits and has to sell their property, so you should try to redeem that property. So what's interesting is that the Medrash ends in a very hopeful note that the person, the person, it says, your, your closest you know, relative has to come and try to step in and, and redeem and buy out that property from being sold off. So the Medra says uh, that that is referring to God. At the end of days, God will be the closest relative who's going to come and save us and redeem us. And uh, so the end of days, even though it was our greed and taking advantage of those who are vulnerable, which got us exiled, it is only God that will ultimately redeem us. Have a great Shabbos.